Hello and welcome to another episode of What High School Did You Go To? I'm Gabe Diverge. And I'm Chris Affield. Had some shit go down. So, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think the last time what was going on in Louisville sports when we recorded. Uh, we were thinking about firing Scott Satterfield. Okay. So, so it's not been yeah. that far along. I mean, it's been a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. what a week it's been, Chris. Um, we were going to record last night and then we're like, yeah, we should probably wait for it. We're recording it. Uh, on Monday nights about nine thirty now, um, so if um, if uh, Vince Tyree hops on a jet to uh, t- Tallahassee in the next hour, uh, we'll probably break it. And uh, apologies if he hops on that jet at like seven a.m. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> uh, so you said you had a question for me, Chris, to to, to start it out. Yeah, since we're going to be discussing a lot about athletic directors. Yes. Um, What's the most important thing for an athletic director for you? Is it, is it hiring coaches? Is it a fundraising? Is it something else? Um, I'm going to look, pull flight tracker while you're doing that. Just to make sure I'm, we're of, I'm of the belief, Chris, and this is, this is going to be like kind of controversial. I'm of the belief that the coach selection part of being an athletic director is kind of like picking a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft. And that no matter all of the work that you do, it's probably still a 50, 50 chance that the guy that you pick is a stud or not. They could be the Mm -hmm. first pick. They could be the 12th pick. They could be the 28th pick in the first round. Uh, It is, it is definitely um, no matter all the homework you do, whatever you say that you want to do it's um, it's still pretty likely. So I think to me, the more important parts are putting your program in the position, the programs in the position to win which is the fundraising. It's the fan base, you know, kind of revving up. Um, It's kind of keeping a well-organized base and foundation and you bring the people in. Hopefully they're the right people to go and succeed. Nobody, if you, when, when Louisville hired uh, Scott Satterfield, Everyone thought that's a great pick. That's a great hire. You know, it's, it's not the job. Oh, it was loved by it, it like was absolutely every college football writer. I think it got like A's and all those like off season grades. Um, and it looked great for the first 12 months, you know, sure. um, it, it was, it was living up to the hype. Um, I think what's important is, you know, making sure facilities are there, making sure people are happy, making sure that it's a place that, uh, you know, coaches can do a lot. Um, but there's some things coaches can't do. And some of those things are the most important things, uh, is creating an atmosphere, uh, primed for success, uh, just beyond what happens in between the four lines of the field. Um, so, you know, that's, I think it's kind of not, the coaches, I guess, <laughs> maybe everything, the, 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 sure. the fundraising and the fan base engagement to me is the most important um, thing. Having a your private, a private flight left Bowman field at 5. PM and landed in Tallahassee at 8, 11 PM Peterson aircraft holdings, LLC. Um, let, let me, let me, um, <laughs> let me, let me make a text message. <laughs> let me make it. I, I, I looked that up, up as a joke, but that did happen. Um, what you were saying about the whole fundraising aspect and the coaching aspect, I'm of the belief that the fundraising is more important um, because I, I'm kind of saying the same exact thing that you're saying. If you make enough hires, I think you can get it wrong a few times, but if you have the, the money to pay those buyouts and continue paying coaches, you're probably going to get it right eventually. And once you get it right, it's going to work and 
Yeah, I mean, that, right. to me, it's pretty straightforward from there. But yeah, that's that's hilarious that you mentioned that. I look it up, and there's there. So you make that you make that text message, and if anything comes out of that, we'll we'll talk about uh, it. Yeah, well, you know, more to come. <laughs> I, I, I I sent the text. Like, I can't reveal who I sent the text to. Um, yeah, some people who really listen funny. to this will know who I sent the text to, but there, there's one person I think might might know, and they, they might not know. But but anyway, uh-huh. um, uh, <laughs> that's my my flight. You know, I got a flight tracker. I got that's all. I'll say. I got a flight. We tracker. all do. It's it's that time. It's <laughs> got, that time I, of year. I got to have a flight tracker. Um, Go ahead. But no, I think like the fundraising thing is kind of significant. I mean, obviously it's it's hugely significant, but it's really significant when talking about Vince Tyra and kind of moving forward, whether it's with him or without, because there's some pretty clear indicators that that side needs to kind of pick up things. And obviously all that money was gone and left when when, you know, George was out the door and I do wonder, you know, we're going to talk about this Josh Hurd guy hit since he is a former like George disciple. And if he comes back into the fold and he is an interim athletic director, or is he a part-time athletic director? Yeah. If some of those donors would be more, you know, prone to come back because he has that connection or is Louisville more beneficial with getting a guy totally from the outside that nobody really knows about. What kind of bridges that gap a little bit more successful? Um, I, I do wonder. I don't want to talk too out of school, like Tyra's gone, because he's not gone. But obviously, we don't need to really, you know, kind of tell you guys what's happening. We're going to recap stuff. But anyone who's listening to this podcast is aware that it seems pretty likely that's going to happen. But there mm-hmm. is still an outside shot that it may not happen. But yeah. yeah. No, most short, definitely. Listen. Fundraising, I, th- I think, is really important and really important for Global. And I want to say, I, I think that, you know, if there's one thing Vince Tyree's done, and we'll talk about him some, is he's had his hands, his, his pulse on the fan base. Um, it, you know, it, maybe, maybe he wasn't willing to, to, to do the dirty work of, of fundraising. The thing is, he's a guy who was a businessman before. I mean, like, listen, that's as someone who, you know, I didn't, I didn't take any of those courses, but I know enough dudes who wanted to be, who want to be future ADs. It, it's, uh, it, it's, um, it's about hobnobbing. It's about, uh, it's about, you know, small talk. It's about, uh, it's about doing the dirty work of fundraising. Fundraising is not a, it's not clean work. It's not, uh, it's not quick and easy. You don't show up at someone's house and ask them to open their checkbook. You've got to, um, for lack of a better word, massage it out of them. (laughs) he's, He's always struck me as a guy that was more focused on what Lowell needed at the time. And that's a guy who is fiscally responsible and can kind of budget and kind of balance all of some of the, the problems that Louisville was having. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't want to step on it too much. We'll talk about it on the other side. <laughs> there's, there's a lot, lot to there, get to. There's uh, a lot to get to, and we'll do that. Uh, let's hit the intro. <laughs> Coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Greatness started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe DeVerge. And we're back, Chris. As I said, a ton has happened. Uh, We are, again, recording this Monday, 9.42 p.m. Uh, Nothing, you know, we we know there's been some flights, but we don't know if anything's actually happened. (laughs) Um, but let's we we because so much has happened, Chris. Last time we talked, we were uh, pushing for the firing of Scott Siderfield and the hiring of Jeff Brown. Um, let's let's go through this beat by beat. 
uh, timeline wise. So I think we last had our podcast, what, Tuesday or Wednesday last week. Um, you know, we know that there's going to be something coming along. The, the back half of last week, there's all of this. We're starting to feel the momentum. People, people like Drew Diener, Mike Rutherford, they're saying if, if you know, if Brom is offered, he'll come this time. That So people right. are kind of getting this anxious energy. Um, the rumors that they have the money for the buyout for SAT. Um, the the fact that Brom Brom's buyout goes down uh, that Sunday, all this type of info, it's coming hot and heavy. Yeah, the fan momentum for this was, I don't think, in, unlike anything that I felt. Yeah. I mean, Chris Mack, that momentum was pretty strong, but this this felt even stronger. It was such like an organic type moment. I'm like that felt like in the bag. It's just a matter of if it just was like waiting for every like hint when there's going to be a meeting. We heard mm-hmm. that Vince Tyre had jury duty. We heard um, that, yeah, they, I remember that. They, that sat was going out recruiting some, he got some, um, some interesting, uh, you know, he's had some recruiting wins, you know, five-star long snapper, right? Something like that. Uh, the, Actually had a big uh, a Tennessee running back the other day was like that, a, an actual legit football player yes the five star the five star uh, long snapper that randomly had popped up what was that on thursday night probably yeah that was hilarious that was really fun and, 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 and a miami that. got a miami uh transfer uh wide receiver, receiver. who was pretty good two years ago something like that yeah um so you know it, it, it the, the momentum he's doing he's trying to um you know, act like he had some momentum. It, it it felt like on the staff side, they knew that this was potential. It was more than just a, oh, uh, there's a small chance. You know, they, they thought it, it felt to me like they thought their, their jobs were in jeopardy. So right. we get to Friday, um, you know, we get to Friday the third. We, we finally hear, um, we, we finally hear that this satire meeting is happening in the afternoon. Um, and, uh, you know, the, all these rumors, you, you know, I, who's in the meeting, who's not, you know, the Josh here, whose names we're going to, we're going to hear was someone's like, Oh, well, maybe there's an HR person in the meeting this time. Cause he's actually getting fired, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Tyree, uh, you know, it, it, it was, is Neely in the meeting becomes a rumor. I, I think both of us kind of heard unconfirmed reports that she was in the meeting or she was in the meeting directly after, um, all this type of stuff. Um, and it, you know, the Friday afternoon kind of comes, you know, we get the afternoon shows are coming through and at directly like five o'clock, I think like five Oh five, uh, Tyree tells, uh, you know, an article from Eric Crawford comes out with Tyree directly quoted, basically saying sat, saddest thing. No, no yeah. press conference and no, and, no other and, thing. Go ahead. And, no important parts of that 5 PM Friday, one person in the Louisville media gets a can quote. And that's really it. There's not like excitement you know we're, we're excited to move forward our football program and we have this new guy or not this new guy but this guy and we believe in him it's we're keeping him and we hope nobody else catches news this news like let's just fade off into the weekend yeah and, 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 and I, th- I think that's an important part of it because no, it's that's set a huge the, part of it that's a huge set, part of the situation it's set the stage for the rumors of nearly handcuffing tyra's decision right. Which will right then, right then and there. 
it, it, and it's just a one outlet. You know, we talked about it, you know, the, the media is the media, but you know, we, we joked Vince Tyree, he, he's, he is not one to, you know, avoid having a press conference. So, you know, it, it kind of felt if this was a move about yeah. backing your guy, it should be like, you know, Drew Diener joked on the radio. It's like, why isn't this on the front page of gocards.com? Why isn't this dude like, fired? Oh. He fired Mike, Mark Jurich and had a press conference. Exactly. That same day. And that was like one of the most contentious moves he could have possibly made. And he had no, no issues taking questions and all that, but we can, we can keep going on. We'll keep going. There's a ton to say. Uh, other notes we joked about, we joked about this for the show. Uh, I think Pat Forty had, had, a, had a tweet mentioned that there might be some bolstering to the, the pool of paying, of, paying um assistant coaches the name randy shannon comes up as a potential defensive <laughs> um coach to join the team uh which you and i both found very funny because randy shannon is not a very good football coach um his name hasn't been mentioned in what five years <laughs> um you know i mean you got laughed out of uh, of miami i don't know man like it's just like uh it, it is what it is um and then you know, curiouser and curiouser down the rabbit hole we go about six 30 ish Pete Thamel um, says that Vince Tyree is a serious quote, serious candidate for the FSU AD job. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Now we wanted to take the opportunity to say, you know, not to be like, Oh, we kind of heard this, but we did hear this. We heard this like two weeks ago from a very random conversation. A very random conversation. A person who which has joked that the way he found out was super random. But I went back and looked when I saw the message and it was uh, 11 26, a 26. So like literally just after Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, the Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving. So it, it wasn't like it was something. And he said, oh, it, you know, it had happened. So maybe it happened earlier that week. So, um, you know, I just kind of want to point that timeline out for Vince. Uh, right. So we hear that rumor it changes the whole conversation. Um, you know, was he making the decision on Satterfield with the knowledge that he's planning on leaving for, uh, for Florida state? Why is he leaving for Florida state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We know that Vince is on the, as at the volleyball game that night, um, people were tweeting pictures of him standing up. You and I joking is, is, is Tim Sullivan going to run down the hallways of the Cardinal or I'm sorry, LNN credit union arena. Chris is no longer Cardinal arena. Um, I didn't know that. I I learned that the hard way because I was I saw that they were having games and I was like, oh, where's Ellen and Credit Union? That's like, where's that? That's in Nashville. Oh, no, no, no. That's in Louisville. That's that actual arena that they have for the for the flyball team, which is cool. Good for them. Uh, Yeah, I mean, getting that money. So he's a a guy that let's not forget. He knocked on Scott Satterfield's door when South Carolina stuff was going on. Like one of the best moments in Louisville football media history is my guy tweeting out at 9 a.m. on a Saturday or whatever it was about how he knocked on Scott Shadowfield's door and there was no, there was no answer. <laughs> um, so us not getting the, the solely moment there of him approaching Tom George and a bunch of photographs and video and courier journal.com feels like a missed opportunity, but nonetheless, he made it for today. And we'll talk about that in a second. We'll, we'll talk about that. 
Um, so, uh, Vince, Vince, finally, I think, you know, one of the news stations asked him as he was walking out, uh, you know, what's, what, what do you have any comment, anything you want to say? He's like, I don't comment on jobs. Or that like, came from Sully. That came from Sully. He said, I never yeah. comment or I don't comment on jobs. Never have, I believe it's like the exact quote, maybe, but probably not exactly yeah. that, but it's it, to, to that effect. He definitely said never have. I remember that. Um, yeah. Uh, so then we start to, the, you know, ESPN radio, shout out to those guys, ESPN Louisville. Uh, they're going, they went all night and they're starting to theorize what happened. And the rumors start coming out, some outlets uh, pushing them more than others, that um, Neely, that, that Vince had everything he wanted and everything on the plate to get rid of get rid of Satterfield, bring in Brom, and that Neely was Neely Bendapudi, the president of the University of Louisville, was blocking him or preventing him from doing his job. And so here comes this narrative that is still the dominant narrative. Um this this Vince versus Neely um tussle, uh you know, conflict, uh love-hate relationship it is clearly not all roses and rainbows between the two. Um and that has just been you know, especially Friday night, that was hot and heavy, everyone online, everyone arguing. And uh, that's, I think we didn't, you know, we didn't hear anything for the rest of the day. It's can we go from there at that point, Chris, what was your initial thoughts? What were your initial takes and feelings? I still never really have since then. I never really got to the point to where I was all about the nilly stopped events from doing it. Because something you had said to me multiple times and something I agreed, is it just, it was too convenient for it's Vince. Too convenient for and the, the, the timeline that we heard of him interviewing, like, because it, it made, it got to the situation where it was like, this guy's like the Manchurian candidate. He's trying to keep He's Scott Satterfield. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to keep Scott Satterfield here. So he can kind of poison the well at, at Louisville. And, you know, go to this divisional opponent and keep them with a pretty lame coach. So he'll, he'll have a one up against them. And the other part of that that never, never even got brought up is firing him isn't a good thing either. Like there, there would have been a, a significant part of the fan base. It's like you're firing this guy and you're about to leave. <laughs> like that's kind of a fucked up move. I mean, that, that would have been a, a part of it too, for sure. So that was, that was kind of silly, but that was part of it. But anyway, I never really got to that point because the timeline of when we had heard that he had interviewed didn't really make sense. He could have already excused himself from kind of making this decision. I felt like and it was just too convenient. The, the people, the people, and we'll, we're going to talk about this plenty, but the, 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 the way that that like narrative has been presented to me, it, it doesn't make sense in the manner in which like these events had to have happened. It, it's presented like, Oh, Vince had the money to fire Satterfield and hire Brom and Neely said no. And so Vince is now going to take this, this Florida state job. The time between which, uh, Vince, Vince was told no. And the Florida state happening is like negative. Like he, he did the interview two weeks ago, fam. He became a front runner for this job Tuesday of last week, Wednesday of last week. And imagine, <laughs> imagine thinking that you're going to go to Florida state because you want more normalcy and you want more control. <laughs> Like, who thinks that? They have, like, six different booster clubs. They have all these stupid things going on with their football program. Like, nobody thinks that. 
Nobody thinks that at all. If Vince wants to go to Florida, it's because he wants to go freaking live in Destin. Like we we've already joked about. Like he just wants to live in Florida. Like whatever. Dream the Destin dream, baby. But it isn't because he wants to go there. Just no. Talk to some Florida State fans online and and come back. Tell tell me that that's like a good call. I don't I, I don't I don't know. Man. I don't know. Um, so Chris, that was all you know, all Friday whirlwind. End of the day, we don't hear that much. We go into Saturday. There's the Uval game. Uval wins um, a, uh, a a nearly blown lead against NC State, which was cool. But um, I think it uh, <laughs> I, I I think it probably helped soothe the fan base to not lose that game. But we didn't hear much in the in the respect to Tyre, um, which takes us then to Sunday, which things are heating up. You can tell from the FSU side, the, the uh, more and more pressure, you, it, it seems like he is, I don't know if one of the major guys is like, Oh, the, they always do the like Florida state is targeting this as like, they're mm-hmm. just like finalizing things. Um, just feel like it became more of a conversation piece. It, it became more than just, Oh, this might be a chess move for Tyre. Like yeah. there was still a level on Friday. It was like, ah, this is all BS still. Right. Um, to, a, to a degree, I think uh, so many people were just trying to like catch their breaths before they could even like you know circle their head around it. Then the game came, and it was very you know it ended up being a pretty intense game, an emotional game, an emotional win for Louisville, and that kind of didn't really help catch our breath. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't remember much talk that night of the Louisville game of any of this really no people were seem like people for the most part people well there were a lot of people mad about yeah. the game which which yeah. is another another discussion for another time and i was just like <laughs> yeah but yeah most point yeah it, it, it heated up the next day really is what, what we're kind of saying yeah so as i said the fsu starts starts heating up the 5 p.m but well the the board of trustees meeting for monday which is today the tweet goes out all the same usual suspects, Sully, um, all that 40 mentions and like response to the fact. Cause like at the same time, this is happening. We're getting um, Brent Venables is leaving Clemson. Um, right. It's finalized that Clemson's AD is going to leave some Miami to go be Miami's AD. So 40 makes a tweet. That's like, two ACC schools are going to lose their ADs to intra-conference opponents. Um, that's the first tweet that mentions Josh Heard um, or Heard. Uh, Paul, I, I'm going to go with Heard moving forward. Uh, Matt okay. Jones, then like 10 minutes after that <laughs> repeats, oh, I'm hearing by the end of the week, Josh Heard will be the AD at Louisville. What a crazy time. Something like that. You know, the classic Matt Jones tweet. Uh, how- it, was, it, was a, it was like one of those where you can kind of fill in the blanks of the format of a Matt Jones tweet where it's kind of like unassuming, but I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm not actually reporting it, but I will say it in case it's right. That way I can take credit for it. But also, I don't really care that much because I'm watching secession right now. So here, here yeah. here's this is a fantastic, this is a fantastic tete a tete here. Uh 7 30 p.m. on on uh December the 5th, Sunday. 
by pad 40 sources interest between uh louisville 80 vince tyree and florida state are mutual and serious and could come to a conclusion as early as monday the louisville board of trustees have scheduled a meeting tomorrow to discuss personnel matters relations relations between tyree and uofl president neely bendapudi are strained enough that a potential party would be considered a parting could be considered mutual uh then he talks about the 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 acc intraleague whatever whatever matt jones retweets uh, five minutes later. Wow. Vince Tyree may become the new Florida state AD two days after giving Satterfield a vote of confidence. Lots of chatter in Louisville that Tyree feels U of L president and board won't give him full authority to make decisions like replacing Satterfield. And he is ready to leave a what percent of chance, what percentage chance is that second paragraph, uh, like copy paste from a text from Vince Tyree or a close personal friend of Vince Tyree. I don't think any of that information was fed to, to Matt, actually. Really? I think that was him poking the bear, really. Okay, okay, that's fair. And, I, I just think that, that, that second paragraph was too perfect. I don't know. That entire, I mean, if that's that's how you read it, that's how you read it. But that entire tweet, to me, is just something that could be inferred by just reading Twitter. That's fair. So then, So then the next tweet he has... Uh, Vince Tyree went from drinking a beer in the right suite at the right time during the UVA football game. To I didn't see this. The AD at Florida State. Life is really crazy, man. And then he tweets uh, other stuff. And a good UVA source just sent me a text and said, someone named Josh Heard will be the AD at Louisville by the end of the week. I'm catching up on succession and don't know who that is, but just thought I would throw it out there. Uh, great succession episode, by the way. I really, really want to yeah. suggest. Um, he pokes the bear again after Eric Crawford makes his like, oh, here's all the bad shit happening at Louisville. Um, which, as you said earlier today, I don't want to hear a Kentucky person's comments on this. I, I, there's no, there's, there's nothing to gain from that. Um, <laughs> but I, I just love the the tete-a-tete that he had. And you're right; it's just definitely like he's just looking at Twitter. <laughs> I mean, that's how it felt to me. It doesn't mean it was that's right, but it, it, just the timing of it. 15 Ooh. minutes after Pat Forty put that stuff out, he's like. He suddenly has the name as well. It's just really it's funny. True. The fact that he had the name as well is kind of funny to me. Um, it's it's just really silly because uh, Louisville fans get so mad about Matt Jones. Yeah, it's, they they do. That like that that's bothered Louisville fans more than anything, and that's like part of the reason why he's so successful is because he he makes little fans so mad. I, I I don't know why it bothers them so much, but it does. At this point, yeah. Uh the the, the homie Hamill had a good tweet that was like, um at this point, like it would probably be like malpractice for someone to not like tell the ES the ESPN radio host <laughs> that, like with local connections that this is happening. Like, it's just like, we got to right. stop being upset about it. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. it, it is what it is. I, it doesn't bother me as much as it did back in the day. It was, it, it, was, it, it used to bother me when he was the one who like knew bad news before anybody else. That's what pissed me off. Yeah. But all this stuff that's happened lately, Everyone's everyone, knew, everyone's everyone, known. everyone knew this. So, so I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Um, so that's, uh, you know, that that's basically, Oh, that's basically Sunday. Um, we're going to this Monday. We know all day, you know, we get a shout out to all the local radio guys, get a full day of radio, uh, to talk about this and then they'll have something new to say tomorrow. Um, but Monday it's FSU insider starts saying it's Tyre. Um, you know, you know, we went to radio, Mark Ennis kind of led his show with, with some, you know, 
some sources he had in FSU, some, some friends and former colleagues, uh, FSU surprised that this is a thing. I saw a bunch of screenshots from the FSU message boards that were just like super confused on why <laughs> Vince Tyree was the guy I heard over and I read over and over from their mods. Like, Oh, this is all timing. It's like Tyree happened to be there at the right time because FSU. Is this, little, is this the luckiest dude? This dude is really lucky. Uh, apparently, they really uh, apparently they really want someone that's going to be in by a certain time, and Tyree can do that. <laughs> is the word, um, and that it can be mutual, and he can get out of his contract, which we'll talk about. What's um, uh, what's Tyra s- selling in an interview with Florida State? I I know that there is my similar- question, Chris. Uh, that's my question. I was going to ask you that question. Well, they're in a similar boat. I did some research. So they're in a similar boat that Louisville was at when Vince Tyra arrived to, to Louisville. Not in the sense that the president was stealing money, but they have a lot of fiscal issues. So right. I'm, I'm assuming that kind of the main selling point for him is, you know, I, I kind of cleaned up some of the budget issues there. I can do the same at but, Man, that just—it's so weird to see him as a desirable candidate for an athletic director. Why? Part of the reason it worked at Louisville was because he had the connection with the city, right? And he was a former businessman. He was uniquely kind of suited for the position, but it didn't—it doesn't feel like it it can work in other places like that. I'm, I'm. uh, We we've been joking. I mean, uh, Florida State is is. They're they're not quite LSU Texas obnoxious, but they're you know what two or you know one or two steps below that. And you know if he's really like concerned about dealing with all these cooks in the kitchen, if that's what bothers him, uh, I, I don't. I really fail to understand why Florida State's a play. And I don't know. I mean, I've I've had some people who you know are a little connected in the business world kind of say. It, it, He's, he he has an identity before Louisville athletics, a large sure. business presence before Louisville athletics. I don't think anyone's going to just up and say, we're not going to deal with Vince Tyre anymore. You know, he has investments everywhere. He's uh, you know on boards of companies locally. He's a part owner in Louisville city, uh, not just one of those honorary owners, like a part owner. Um, I've had some people suggest maybe those fo- maybe when he comes back or figures things out, folks are going to remember how he did Louisville and they're not going to be super fond of that fact. And that it's that he's not just burning bridges to Neely Bindapudi and that there's definitely going to be a level of Louisville business community member um, that's going to be miffed at this. It just, just, I don't know. One, one thing I wanted to note and insert. If I, if, if I felt like that would have merit, if some of the Louisville businesses locally would step up for NIL deals. That's true. That's fair. But, I um, but, but maybe, I mean, he has kind of been like a dick about this. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, from, from the way it's been handled and so the podcast si- title's kind of been a dick about this. <laughs> the, the, the silence. I understand that if you're pursuing a job, there's going to be a lot of silence, but it hasn't really been who he is reflected in as a character. No. You would you would at least think that you'd get a little bit more clarity by now. I heard and, someone suggest that maybe there was some level of gag order in his contract or something like that. Yeah, that he's yeah. not supposed to reveal like negotiations or stuff like that. Um, I think that's five days from contact. That's yeah. what I heard. 
Yeah, um, that's, that's what I heard as well. So I, I maybe he's just moving. I don't know, but I did want to note that just because I had heard it. Um, sure. So uh, you know, it's it's Monday afternoon. This early earlier today. Um, the meeting, uh, it was super funny, Chris, this meeting happens, all the press show up. Um, it's at Grand Murray hall down at UofL. It's an empty room because all the trustees are meeting on Microsoft teams. And the only people inside the room are the press and they start this meeting and, uh, the patron saint of this podcast, one Mr. (laughs) Tim Sullivan, um, raises his flag of concern that this executive session is against state law. I would have loved to have it filmed. I, really I saw I saw Joe Girth mention this that 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 the the um. But I'm sure there's I'm sure there's something to it. The the basically the deal is they can have an executive session if it's in regards to anything that might be like used in it, like any employment related issues that could be used in a potential lawsuit, but there has to be a level of like clarification and people have been doing this. I've, I listen, I've followed, uh, we've Louisville fans. We followed enough of these and I followed enough in like state government where it's just like people abuse this shit all the time. So this is mm-hmm. by no means if they can expand it and not get in trouble at all. And something will come out in five years and say, Oh, well, Louisville abused this year. And they say, Oh, we're sorry. We'll try not to do that again. And they'll do yeah, it. Uh, w, WDRB was suing U of L at one point for open records requests. Correct. And maybe, maybe UK too. I don't know. Um, but that definitely was a thing at one point. Uh, here's Marcus Green's suite. State law allows for private board discussions about appointing, disciplining, or dismissing an employee. So that employee's right to a future hearing isn't restricted. But the law does not apply to discussion of general personnel matters in secret. So maybe there was the thought that the email that went out, because I did see someone mention this, that like the, the given reason in the email and the notice that went out, like it was like general dis- personnel matters. And that's what the quote was. And that's like not specific enough. I gotcha. So basically them kind of doing that today confirms that it was a, discussion yes. about someone's employment right. more or less right um, which we which we already knew like so it started at five and i think they went into an executive session at like 505 uh and we're in it for about an hour and a half um nothing happens they come out take no action we do learn in that or the immediate after laugh, someone obviously told the, the press uh, secretly on background. Uh, Vince does have a non-compete until the end of 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumor is uh, the words, I think 40 said that Yuval will be willing to let him go if he wants to actually go. He also said that he had been offered the job. Um, but here we are 10, uh, you know, just after 10 and um we don't have a, a concrete answer of what's happening and when's it happening. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow there will be uh, Tuesday morning. There will be uh, an athletic association meeting. Um, I'm wondering, Chris, if this waiver has to be also made by the athletic association. Um, Man, there's, if you could go back and do some type of like time lapse to Twitter timelines of when all the shit was going down with Juridge. There was there was a clarification made about that at one point that I remember very distinctly, but I can't exactly remember the finer 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 details of it. I do think you're right that it has to be voted on by two 
so it's the board of trustees and then the athletic association, right? And, but what are they even voting on? Like, are they voting they on basically to waive the, okay. I think whether they're willing to waive this non-compete clause? Yeah, more or less, pretty much. Um, so we'll have to see, we'll have to, um, we'll, we'll have to totally see. I, I, I we'll, we'll have more answers tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's basically where we are now. Um, and we've got some questions. Anything you want, anything you want to cover before we get to these, these questions? No, I mean, we don't even have as a question, but one of the first angles is if Louisville's so happy to waive a non-compete clause, do they really even like <laughs> what's Vince Tyra's value to them? Which we sort of, you know, what, what does losing Vince Tyra actually mean? I don't know. Yeah, we, we have it. That's sort of the same, but no, that's a great question. I mean, it, it's, it, it sounds like the Neely Vince relationship has been bad for a while. Um, we could talk about quote unquote, whose fault that is here in a minute. Um, but it's clear that this has been going on for quite a long period of time. We probably can say at, at best it started around the time of the, the max suspension that's at best probably taken place longer than that. If, if Vince is willing to go to these extreme measures to get out. And uh, a lot of people are speaking with a hundred certain percent degree that, nearly basically levied that suspension on Mac. I do believe that to be true, but I, unless I'm missing something, I'm never sure that we got a hundred percent concrete evidence that that happened either. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, did, they, I did hear that the board of trustees wanted to also be involved in that, that she yeah. was, I, I, I had heard that. I don't know if that's just hearsay or that's actual, or they were you could, the president. You, and if the president, you could do some critical thinking and kind of get to that assumption much more easier than you could get to the assumption that a lot of people are making with this, even just looking at Vince's body language in that press conference, when it was announced, he looked like he didn't want to be there, but I just, that's something that I've seen widely accepted. I even heard, someone say today on air that that was like, there's no doubt about that happening. And I'm not sure if that's the case. Yeah, I don't, we can't, I, we can't <laughs> say with, we can't say with a hundred percent certainty. Yeah. Like she never came out and said that. And Vince never came out. And said I, that I, I, I apologize. I missed something on Saturday. They, the Neely statement come out, came out. Yeah. That I was going to circle back to that. Vince yeah. Tyree and the athletic department um, have the quote unquote full, you know, full control or the athletic department, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she fully supports him. And she fully supports him. The, the, um, the, the kiss of death, the, uh, sure. the full vote of confidence. Um, right. That, that probably told you everything you needed to know. Uh, <laughs> when, when they're willing to do that, uh, that you gotta love that. Um, it's, <sighs> Let's let's talk about it. Let's 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 just dive deep. You know, people are talking about this scenario like they actually believe it uh, or like it is the actual fact. The, the 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 prevailing rumor, the prevailing theory, I think, in the fan base is that um, Vince had the money to fire Scott Satterfield, had the money to hire Brian Brom or someone else. Let's not even go that far. Um, and that Neely said no. Neely didn't want it to happen or overruled him in some way, shape or form. Um, that's 
there's what we joked. There's what five or f- four or five people that know what exactly happened between the two and, of them. In my estimation, it seems my issue with this is that it's just, it's just the, the odds of it being quote unquote, one person's fault, whether that's Neely or Vince's fault that they don't fire Scott Satterfield is just like, so that chance is so small to me and everyone's being used as, as megaphones. Um, every outlet is, um, being used to sway the fan base in varieties of different ways. And Vince obviously has, uh, you know, his, his ties are in athletics. So obviously I think the athletics, um, outlets that are interested that deal in information that their, their currency is information to, uh, subscribers and, uh, sources. Um, I think it's, it's, those folks definitely want this to be the situation. That's, that's a better, juicier story for diehard U of L fans. And they're um, also, so what everyone has been, and it's kind of tied to Scott Satterfield. It's tied to Mac less, but it's definitely tied to Scott Satterfield and Tyra. <laughs> everyone has been so married to their position on these two people. Right. And they're not, they're not coming away from it regardless of what happens. And that is applied to the narrative that's been put forth that Mac was pissed off that the suspension happened. Nilly took control and she hasn't given it up since about anything else. <laughs> and she's going to run everything. And that's the way it is. And if you say anything to the contrary, then you're dumb or you should have been listening to them. And if one shred of evidence comes against that, then damn, you better be quiet because I was right. There's no in-between on any of this. And, you know, kind of what you're saying is that there are a lot of possibilities that make sense here. Right? Right. There's, right. I mean, there's, there's the, the possibility that Nilly was like, okay, if you want to fire this guy, then show me that we have the money to do this. And Vince wasn't able to do that. There's the possibility that Vince didn't want to fire Scott Satterfield. Right. Nilly did. That's even an out, outlandish possibility, but it's a possibility. <laughs> there's a po- there's a possibility that he just didn't want to fire him. Yeah. There there's a possibility that Nilly wanted to push Vince out the door, so she hamstrung him, and then the next AD is going to come in and she's going to be hands off because she has a guy she wants. <laughs> There's a possibility that she knew he was looking for other jobs. So he said, you know, you should make this decision. Let the next person make. There's just so many that fit in just as much as the one that's been presented does. Like, give me some evidence that what people are saying is concrete. That's the thing. I, I, I'm going to stop talking because I'm talking way too much. But no, you're not. You're not talking way too much. No, I, 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 I th- this is my concern is uh, listen, it's difficult. It's, it's, it's hard because I think the goals of these people, I'm by, by these people talk about Neely Vendipudi and Tyre. They do clash in some ways. Sure. Um, we have to remember the priors by nature, by, by nature, by nature. We have to remember the priors. The priors are uh, an athletic department uh, that was, 
put in upheaval because of scandal. Um, a board of trustees that, yes, was changed over. And one of the priorities of that changeover was to get a handle on scandals, a lot of which came from the university, but some of which came from athletics. So that interaction with the athletic department and that need for um, clarity, transparency, and getting ahead of the, getting ahead of any possible issues college sports is by no means the cleanest business in the, in, 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 in this, uh, this culture, this, uh, this space. Right. Um, I, you know, I don't know the, the, we can talk about the Mac, the, 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 the Mac thing is we've talked about so much. Um, you know, what if, uh, what if the money, what if the money that Vince had for these, you know, these contracts for this, for the, for the buyout and for Brom, what if it wasn't a hundred percent? What if they didn't want to over leverage? What if Neely was concerned about over leveraging the universe? And I think you can say, if your problem is with like something like that with Nilly, like no college athletic department is doing this shit the way it should be done. And Louisville, Louisville should be the same. I think there's probably some validity to that, but at the same time, like you said, you have to understand the priors and where everyone's coming from. I'm not the biggest fan of, of Nelly because I, I, I want the athletic department if I'm being completely blunt, I want the athletic department to do whatever it takes to get wins. Right. That's, that's being real. Like I want my university. I want to be proud of the university that I graduated from. That's secondary to me at this point in my life. <laughs> Straight up. That's fair. But I, I, but I understand where other people would come from that have more of a connection with the university on an academic side. But <laughs> I was going to say something else and I can't remember what it was. It's important to understand, you know, what's going on here because it directly affects what happens in the future. Of course. Of course. So, yeah, it's hard. I, I listen, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest expert on what's going on academically. I do know, I do know that Neely is, is she's, she is a marketing background. She's very good at fundraising for the university. Um, there have been a lot of gifts um, to the university uh, for academic type programs, research type things in a different way that the, uh, that Ramsey did things just kind of on a different kind of scale and clip, um, you know, that has its benefits and has its downfalls. You'll definitely hear some detractors and some people who, uh, you know, frustrated, obviously the whole hospital thing is a big part of the situation. You know, there's pros and cons to that. I am by no means an expert. I'm not going to pretend that I'm an expert. Um, she's doing a lot. I, I do. I don't know how we get to a point where there's not this concern that she's going to be involved in athletic things. I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Um, but like that narrative you said, has been established. And the narrative has been established. But like you said, Chris, like it is just as like it's just as feasible to me, given what what we now know about this job process for Vince, that Neely knew Vince was interviewing and wasn't gonna let him make a decision. Wasn't gonna let him make the call. That's just that's mm-hmm. that's that is like you said, it's just as possible, just as realistic to me. As um, as Neely said no to the firing, and it's just like, <laughs> if not more to me, <laughs> more. sure, sure. And 
maybe that did happen, but it's so important to understand, you know, we need someone to speak to clear this up because it's inevitable to be facing this situation going forward. If regardless of what happens with Tyra, right. You're, you're going to be sitting with a president that nobody wants there because a narrative that may or may have not happened, who's going to be hiring an athletic director that nobody is going to want there because they're going to view him being handpicked or a puppet Mm -hmm. to Neely. That's inevitable. The first decision that they make that is not popular, that's what's going to come up. And we're going to be in the same situation six months from now. What if they extend Scott Satterfield? (laughs) What if he, what if he goes and wins seven games and Josh Hurd is here and they gave him a three year, three year extension. Then it's going to be the same conversation of we don't care about athletics. That's why we extended Scott Satterfield. No, maybe you extended Scott Satterfield because you can't hire a better coach. That's a totally different conversation. We're going to be having the same conversation with Chris Mack if he fails to make the NCAA tournament. About to say. So it's so freaking frustrating, dude, that we cannot get some clarity from anyone. That's That's what all this is about. That's what we need. That's what we deserve. That's what the yeah. fan base deserves. If, if the fan base has been, if it, and deserve is, it's never about deserve. It's I, I, I <laughs> love saying it's about deserve. I love talking about how, uh, you know, how hard this fan base. I don't love saying, but it, it's important. The the Mark Ennis uh, twenty tweet OU dunk fest about how bad Louisville has had it. Um, it's, it's, it's a reality. It's, it's, uh, this fan base, just normalcy. I, I just, why can't we be normal? I've sent that text to at least 10 different people. Why can't we be normal? Sully just dropped a story. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm skimming it now. There's nothing. It's just, it's just a reset. There's no sourcing. There's no, okay. um, it just says the non-compete should not impl- it, like affect I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with the, with the nut graph. Uh, the, the terms of the five-year contract Tyra signed in 2018 prohibit him from taking a job within an Atlantic Coast Conference competitor for 12 months after that deal expires, which would be through June 30th, 2024. Yet, based on the theory that everything is negotiable and on the evidence that Tyra's support has eroded within the UofL administration and fan bases, a deal certainly seems doable. Not only doable, but also desirable. Uh, the most likely scenario would still seem to be a settlement in which you have a waves and non-compete clause in term for a modest amount of financial compensation. Yeah, it would be nice if they get a little money out of this. That'd be cool. I was about to say, you know, let's pay for a buyout. Um, even if it's next year's buyout. Uh, <laughs> what was, there was a, I was skimming through and there was a part that, um, that I wanted to, uh, that I wanted to point. Okay. Uh, Though Louisville President Neely Bindapudi has consistently offered public praise for AD, um, Tyra's apparent inability to land an extension speaks even louder. If Tyra's interest in Florida State was initially perceived as a leverage play in pursuit of a contract extension, it has elicited more delight than dread on talk shows and social media. That's a banger. That's a banger of a graph, man. This is not necessarily fair, but is undoubtedly factual. Yeah, it's true. It could also, that's also a plausible scenario. I don't believe that, but he, he goes on to talk about like how he, you know, it was, it was difficult to replace uh, Tom Jurich. Um, you know, at yeah, time. Dude, remember, remember having an intern for like 
a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all that, all that business, but, but nothing new from that article. Uh, so just, just wanted to know, but I'm glad it came through. Cause that that's as, as a paragraph, you know, it's a paragraph. Do you think it's everyone? It's a fair set. I, I keep laughing my ass off at this Patriots Bills game. They just keep throwing kicks in the air and they just go wherever. It's really funny. It's like 50 mile per hour wins. I am of the opinion that I don't think it matters because I think Tyree, I think Tyra, I think Tyra, Tyra's timing blew it. Yeah. I think if he wanted to fire Satterfield, he should have put more out there beforehand. Before even this whole, the, 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 the problem is the Florida state, like it's like, it's like hindsight's 2020. So like, once we get the Florida state knowledge that makes like nothing that he does tire wise or Satterfield wise, like valid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think if, if you have to look at that in a vacuum, I think he wants Satterfield to stay. I think that the optics of getting rid, I think, the one thing that wasn't talked about enough in the Satterfield thing is long-term you never want to seem like you're too quick on the trigger on a, on a, on a coach. Cause that just pisses the agents off and it, it it's, it's not good for their clients. Right. So six and six firing a guy, six and six is one thing. If you're LSU, it, Louisville football is just, you just can't do that. And just like optics wise, I think it would have looked really bad for Louisville. And I think, I think Vince probably knowing the schedule quote unquote is easier. I don't know if it is, but you know, there was that narrative out there. I think he would have given him another year. I'm talking too long to say that. I think he was going to give him another year in, in a vacuum. And I think the thing is it, all of these things have to happen the right ways for him for for Sat to be like up for firing, right? You have to lose the games the way that you did. You have to lose the if if they lose to Kentucky by two touchdowns. That's what I come back to. I think I think the moment kind of swallowed him a little bit. Yeah, I don't think he ever. Had. And hey, that you you told me you had heard. You had heard yeah. that 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 Tyree was taken aback by how angry fans were. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's before I, the Florida State stuff. I have good reason to believe that that was the case. I, I think that he never expected, probably after Syracuse, to be faced with the decision. Right. And it's it's approaching. We're not there yet, but what we've seen on Twitter, I don't know if we will get there, but what we've seen on Twitter. And like the last week is approaching Tennessee and Greg Shiano levels. <laughs> How the, this fan base just single-handedly pushed a dude out. I don't know. And that's what I'm curious about with a lot of things is the percentage that want Tyra gone and the percentage that sat want gone. What the difference is there? How much overlap is there? Yeah. Because when it comes to me, I don't have a strong opinion on Tyra staying or going, to be completely honest with you, which feels really weird to say. He's been fine. He's done some good things. If he leaves, I'm not going to – if he leaves, I'm more worried about the instability with the program rather than the actual guy. Right. You know what I mean? Listen, 
and I was going to, I, you know, we're definitely, you know, we have a few more points here. You know, what, what, what does losing tire actually mean? Where do we yeah. go from here? We should have a few more points. It's a huge ass moment in mobile history. We should be talking about for about it. So it's fine. What do, what does, what does losing tire mean then for you, Chris? <laughs> it means bad perception yeah. towards the university of mobile. Yeah. That's what it means. I think it's just another. Uh, I don't know. What's the, the the value on an athletic director as far as the perception of how it relates to recruiting and things like that? I'm not sure that it's that much, but no, it felt like you know we have the NCAA stuff that's going to come eventually, but it did feel like more or less there was a sense of normalcy returning. As normal as it's going to get in some shit. I mean, the, the Dino stuff happened. Yes. Which is just like, God damn. Mm-hmm. But it did feel like you were kind of getting there a little bit. And now it feels like you're as far away from there as you have been. I, I think the thing, this is going to sound super corny. The thing about Tyra Tyree is that he was one of us. Mm-hmm. there's a sense of one of us to him. He was a guy that was like a pro, like, I don't know, man. Like he felt approachable to me. I, I, I saw Tom Jurich a few times in public and he felt like, a, a, he felt like a kingly type figure. Like this is my, agree this is my castle. I'm the master of this domain. And Tyre, it was more about uh, a dude. Uh, you're coming to his lake house and you're going to have a good time and he's going to make sure you have a good time. And it's not about him. It's about everyone having a good time together. Mm-hmm. And about Tom George in a urinal one time. was really cool. What was that? You said, I said, I, 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 said I pissed by Tom George in a urinal one time. That was cool. That's my only interaction. Go cards. Nice. Go cards. Yeah. yeah um, uh, no, that's, I mean, that's, I don't know, man. That's my thing is like, uh, like, listen, what's the, probably the longest last, I mean, w- w- you know, he, he, he got the walls lifetime quote unquote extension done Walls going to be here for at least another eight years. McDonald, uh, you know, McDonald's going to stay um, probably for the rest of his career as well. Those were important things. And those guys had offers from big time schools to, to leave. Yeah. And, and, and Tyree got especially, those things done. Especially McDonald. Especially McDonald. Especially McDonald. Um, so I think, um, you know, I think that's really important. But like, if you think about the stuff that's going to end the immediacy, that's going to matter to Louisville fans. I mean, like the, like the alley, like I joked about it, but it's just like, he just got Louisville fans in a way that I, I'm, I concerned that a, another person won't get them. I mean, if I was going to be optimistic though, part of it for me almost feels like how it did with Tom Creed at Indiana <laughs> to where like, yeah, I got into the NCAA tournament and got them through all their NCAA bullshit, but they can never really like go beyond that. It does almost feel like it's a new stage for Louisville. Like yeah. having a having a guy that's one of us is great, but in some ways that kind of hurts them yeah. to do their job. Yeah. Because you, you need to know business is business. And listen, the, the, I've I've heard from more than one person. Um, I'm not sure if I want the guy being emotional making the hiring. The I was about to say, uh, and, and and that you know, I think that there was 
that was a concern for some folks. I mean, the, the question was, I mean, literally Tyree's land is this, is the alley. Like people mm-hmm. had to ask the question is like, is this self-dealing? You know, yeah. they have to ask that question. So that's a concern. Yeah. That's just the optics of that, that, you know, it's, it's definitely something it, it's not the case, but um, it's just one more hurdle. It's one, it's another, it's an obstacle that, that could be unnecessary that you have to go over. And like we said, like, I've heard the rumors that he wasn't about doing all the dirty work in fundraising that he struggled to it, do that. It, yeah. So it feels like almost if it was a cleaner break and it was more planned out and, you know, Vince came out and said that he was retiring or, you know, moving back to where he wanted to go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, always to go. it would, it would feel much different. I, I had heard several, and I tweeted this in response to someone, I don't remember who I had heard from several people that Vince was considering leaving at the end of this a- academic year yeah. that he was done. And that, and that was said in reference to all the things, the, the Mac suspension, all that, but apparently I wasn't the only one who was told that he kind of wasn't sure if he wanted to do, keep doing this athletic direct thing, which is understandable for a guy who, you know, he took this on as a, as a favor. He was in the right place at the right, the right time as, 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 um, as Matt Jones said, so I completely understand that. Um, but um, I, it is, <sighs> There's uh, while I'm not super concerned about what we're losing, it does because he's one of us. It does feel like a slap in the face. It it, it yeah. feels like a it feels it feels like a bigger slap in the face in a different way than the Satterfield South Carolina thing felt like. Weirdly, and I don't know if I can like fully explain that, which is like not a good thing for a podcast. Um, but no, I get you. I was kind of pissed off. I've worked through that stage, but I understand where you're coming from to where it's I like, I don't feel it as much now, but I definitely was just like mad. I'm like, why are you like, even if you're mad at Neely Bendapu, why would you exact revenge like this? Like, this is like, it was the, for me, it was the whole silence part, the silence part. Yeah. yeah. And I know that there's, you can say whatever, maybe you couldn't talk or, but it just feels like there's a way it could have been different. No question. And that's, that's what really got to me. Um, so yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Any thoughts before we talk about what's next? It's also the possibility that the dude stays. What would you and, put that percentage at? Because I was told uh, that Sunday, I was told that this was all for an extension. I, I would put it higher today than I would have yesterday, but still. I have like 5%. I would say like I probably, 5 I'd go a little bit higher, maybe 10%. But okay. um, what about percentages that Satterfield is the coach next year? Uh, I, I would put that at 80 to 90%. What about the percentages that Mac is the coach next year? I would put that at 95%. I, I, I understand why everyone's freaking out about it. The every Louisville fans, uh, uh, you know, have a reason to think the worst is going to happen. Um, you don't give up the Louisville basketball job. Just don't do yeah. it. There's, there's still that part. That would be an unforced error. And that, the, unless something, God forbid, something bad is happening for him or, you know, he feels the need to step back in his life. Um, you don't give up the Louisville basketball job. Just don't. Yeah. And I think, I think now he's in a good position, even if this season isn't 
Uh, you know, obviously they got to make the tournament, but you know, that, that's part of this though. Like nobody's <laughs> even talking about his job right now. Good. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, Matt, go, go make the tournament and you're cool. And no it question. wasn't, it, it wasn't that like two months ago. No question. It, may, it may change, you know, they come out and they get blitzed by 20 against Kentucky. That could change a lot of different things. But right now, dude's just chilling. It's kind of funny how he's had so much pressure coming into this season. And now it's just like a, a let off for a moment. Um, it, it is pretty interesting. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, let's talk about candidates or things we're hearing. So um, Josh Haird for all intents and purposes is going, I, I, it seems if this happens, he's going to be the interim. It's just, I, I've seen yeah. nothing to suggest otherwise. Um, the background on him, he is a, um, he is a, a, a Jurich guy. Um, he left when Tom left, I believe, or maybe just before it and was brought back recently. Um, I think in the last year or so, um, and is, is one of the, the highest people up in the athletic department, uh, loves Louisville. Um, I think is from here. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, mm. but has a ton of ties here and is, uh, very well respected, um, by those around him. So, you know, uh, there's that. Um, another name I keep hearing and seems like might have, uh, it seems like there's going to be some kind of national search. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I mean, I think they got to do their due diligence, even if it's just hair keeps the job. Um, it seems like there's going to be some kind of search, a name that I have heard in relation to a national search, um, is Devin Thomas, who is, uh, basically second in command at um at Gonzaga he played for John L Smith he's graduated from here um he worked at looks like Washington state and did a bunch of capital campaigns apparently was super successful like directly in fundraising he worked at Louisville for a little bit of period of time in fundraising in right. athletics at, for the Cardinal Athletic Fund was good at fundraising now has reached like the senior level um, he's the number two in Gonzaga and manages a lot of the logistics and just the general ADness of Gonzaga's basketball team is my understanding. Um, I'm not a huge expert on that. So, so uh, if I'm wrong, I apologize, but he's a Louisville guy. So those are the two names I've heard. Um, it seems like, you know, I will say we, we, you know, we mentioned this before, but, uh, but um Devin Thomas is uh is a man of color, is a black man. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is hiring of of minorities has has been a point of contention um and a point that we've wanted to focus on diversity. Um so, you know, that, that part would be really really significant. I, yeah, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that. So, sure. Um I think both of those guys have been seen as potential future athletic directors. I've heard, I've, you know, of, of you know, heard hair was, was potentially brought back for a, a succession plan. Um, so, and then Devin Thomas is just waiting for his opportunity and this might be it. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to see how that plays out. If, if I, if, as, as we, a lot of us suspect Vince Tyree is going to be out by tomorrow. 
Um, so we'll see. What, any thoughts on those dudes? Or uh, is there a, is there you got a secret ace in the hole, dark horse for the <laughs> Louisville AD position? No, nah, man, those are the two. Um, information as far as it relates to athletic director stuff is not something that I get much, so couldn't tell you. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the Josh Hurd stuff, I've heard nothing but good things about the guy. Um, I think that element of him being a former Jurich guy is probably the most interesting part as far as it relates to, Hey, let's all kumbaya with the Jurich donors and let's get some of you guys back. Even if I'm not going to be the full-time athletic director, I'm going to be here and he can be out front. He could be that guy. Maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't, but that is probably the best case scenario to go reach some of those guys and kind of, you know, fill for their pockets and let them fund some stuff in the university um, and then hire, you know, a full-time guy, but we'll see. Yeah. If you want, we will Lin, see. if you want the Lynn family to, to stop putting names on a uh, soccer uh, facility, he said, don't belong to university of Louisville. <laughs> I want to get him back. Give it him to you. Um, and Jonathan blue too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see. Still there. That, uh, that That's still there. <laughs> He's got a mind of his own. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put him. To... <laughs> still a thing. Still a thing. May, uh, you know, we'll see. Well, Chris, this was a lot. We we covered a lot. Um, there's going to be more coming. God knows we might have to do another one of these later this week. We probably would have talked 20 minutes about Medina Spirit today in the horse racing industry if none of this was going on, but um, that also happened. How many of these people sad about Medina Spirit don't want to vote for Barry Bonds in the Hall? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my question. Shout out to yeah. the civilian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought you came up with that. No, that was not me. That was all the civilian. Um, yeah. <laughs> Any any basketball this basketball win I I had a I had my first like go watch a basketball game at a bar with people experience for this game, uh, and it was quite enjoyable. Shout out to the homies, Ryson, Colin, Brandon, Jacob, all showed up. We went to shenanigans. It was sick. Kason too. It was fun. It was lit. Um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it actually found multiple ways to win games when a lot of bad shit is happening. This is the second time they've done it. They did it against um, Maryland, too. Yeah, they did it against Maryland. They also did it against Michigan State. It just wasn't good enough. But to do that in back-to-back road event, I, I'm pretty psyched about it. Like, it's it's not a big-name opponent, and I don't take NC State, State serious, but because of kind of how the game rolled out, a bunch of people were mad, and I'm just like, just enjoy the win. Like, you're going to play DePaul now, Southeast Louisiana. You're going to win both of those games. And you're going to play Western. Going to lose that game. We've already established very much on the podcast. <laughs> and you're going to play Rubber and we'll see what happens. But Louisville's in a good spot right now. Just wish they, you had that firm. They already you have, wish, you, wish you had that firm win. But they've already um, equaled equaled the same amount of Q one wins as they had last season. Yeah, or maybe a fourth into the year, right? Or a fourth into the season now. Yeah, still plenty of question marks. Plenty of question they, marks. Things that gotta figure themselves out, but 
Max been coaching for two weeks now. Give it some time. You just went on the road. Got to figure out Jalen Withers, man. I, I don't know what the hell is going on with that dude. Yeah, that's the He's, that's the that's the ceiling. That's the that's what's not, things up. Not even that he is not contributing. He's actively hurting the team. Actively right hurting the team. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. We'll um, maybe we'll have a special for DePaul Day. Um, yeah. It's the it's my, uh, my 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 go still. I don't know. Let me know. I'm try. I, I'm gonna go. We'll see. Be my first time in the arena. Um, in two years, that's almost a year and a half, at least. Yeah. So it would be my first time in the arena since they lost at Florida to Florida State at home okay. two years ago. Was so, awesome. yeah. All right then. This was fun. Um, uh, we were talking about basketball. I will say. I don't know. I, I, I came up with this idea. I didn't come up with this idea. I, I want to do a power ranking for Louisville basketball players for the next podcast. So I'm going to put out this link. You're going to rate the importance of the player to the team from one to a hundred. And then we're going to go over it. This might totally not work. And I might forget about it tomorrow, but <laughs> I'm putting myself up now to say it because uh, a soccer podcast I listen to does it like every quarter for an at for the U S national team. And I think it's, it's a good idea. We should do it like once a month for the basketball team. So sure. I'm going to put out this, this thing. If, if, if I didn't do it, tweet at me, but I'm like going to work on it now. So I'm going to do it for sure. Okay. <laughs> and we'll go over it. Cause I want to, I want to see what people think. Um, and we have such an a team that I think is well suited for ranking people. Right. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yes. I, th- I think we're, I think we're very well, I want to get what people uh, ideas, what people think. So uh, we'll, we'll do that and and have it done before DePaul and DePaul will totally up, upset all of it. So, all right, Chris, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that is, that's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and shout out to uh, Vince Tyree accepting this extension uh, tomorrow, Tuesday morning. Validating <laughs> everything that we talked about. Yeah. Um, no, but for real, uh, I don't know, man. What a, what a, another wild day uh, for Louisville Athletic. Shout out to all the Kentucky fans that think this is like a win for them. Shout At out. this point, I don't even really know how you're having fun with it. But. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, I just want to get to a place, Chris, where we don't know who the board of trustees are. Yeah. We shouldn't know. I would like to people. get to a place where I don't have a strong opinion on the president of the university anymore. That would be, be ideal. honest with you. That would That'd be, be even even better. All right, man. Take care. Have a good one. Cheers. Go Cards. Uh, beat to Paul. To Paul week. Take care, guys. Bye.